What specific advice, Rob, would you give to someone who is maybe thinking about setting out as an entrepreneur, building their own business, maybe someone who is in a senior leadership role employed in a fairly large company who has got a, let's say, slightly more conservative approach to to risk? Are there any specific tools or tactics that you've picked up over the years that people might be able to pick up and use? Yeah. Commitment, accountability. So in this very studio about 20 weeks ago, someone called me out for a fight. I'm not a boxer. I'm a lover, not a fighter. And he's someone who is in my industry, up and coming, bit of an upstart. Like those, the small birds that stand on top of the big animals and feed off them. He's a bit like that to us in our industry, I would say. He'd have a different view, but he's not here. And he challenged me to a fight. And I agreed. And I bet him 50 grand in this studio. Then he upped it to 100 grand a few weeks later. We've pretty much sold all the tickets, which is about 1,600 tickets. I've never had a fight. I've never done boxing before. And I have lost a lot of weight that I didn't really have to lose. And I am probably the fittest I've ever been in my life. And I have trained almost on the level of a professional fighter because of the accountability of a £100,000 bet and fighting in front of 1,600 people on July the 1st. And for me, that's a great analogy for business and life. Like, if I just wanted to get fit by July the 1st with no accountability, no public humiliation and shame, no bet, no bragging rights, nothing, well, what I would have done is what I've done for the last 20 weeks before this 20 weeks, which is three times a week and just eat So the problem with comfort is it's the opposite of commitment and accountability. And I believe every human on this planet can achieve results in any field of endeavor way above their own belief and expectations of themselves when you create commitment and accountability, i.e., I do this or I die trying, and daily I feel the pain of not doing this, therefore I'm going to do this or die trying. And I train twice a day, and I don't feel like it. And I get in the ice bath at two degrees, and I don't feel like it. And I have to deal with the lawyers and this other fighter and all the, the public wah, selling of the fight, and I don't feel like it. But I do it. So paradoxically, those people who are comfortable, you need to find a way to get rid of that comfort and find discomfort. And the problem is a nice 60 grand a year job or a nice mid to senior level role, you know, with some pension in the future. You've got a mortgage, a couple of car loans, a couple of kids. Your lifestyle's not bad enough to leave. You're earning just enough not to leave. You hate your boss not quite enough to leave. All these things create the illusion of comfort. But actually, it's an illusion. And comfort comes after discomfort. So I was 50 grand in debt. My dad had a nervous breakdown in his pub. I was 27 years old almost and felt full of shame. And my dad's breakdown and shame and 50 grand's worth of debt is good commitment and accountability to start a business. But I waited for that event to happen before I basically did what I knew I always wanted to do. So anyone listening, don't wait for external commitment because you get diagnosed with an illness or you get fired 
or some external event like a lockdown happens, you've got to create that yourself. Because once you've got commitment and accountability, then all you need is a business model that works and persistence to see it through to completion.